Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. I've been kind of quiet for the last couple of weeks because like the rest of the world, I have been overwhelmed by all that's been going on since the start of 2020. First, we have a pandemic, and then we have people protesting because they want to go back to normal, but many of them are protesting beyond the open up, and they're bringing out um, grievances such as gun rights and uh, other issues that have nothing to do with the pandemic. They have nothing to do with um, preservation of uh, the lives of many. And that was followed most recently by the protests, the demonstrations, and the riots due to the the murder of a black man in Minneapolis. And I do say murder because uh, the officers are being charged with homicide, so that's a murder. And the videos show that this man's rights were not met. This man was a victim of what we call bias bigotry, and very likely racism. That's why I wanted to give you guys a moment to think about how do we develop our biases, our bigotry, and our racism. And racism is part of bigotry. It's part of biases. Well, first I want to read you the definitions of bias and bigotry. So I'm gonna be looking away from the camera for a moment so I can read this correctly and I'm gonna use my glasses because I'm of that age where I can see you without but I can't see print without. So bias is prejudice in favor of or against, because you can have a positive or a negative bias. So it's prejudice in favor of or against one thing person, or group compared to another in a way considered unfair. Just hold on to that thought. Bigotry is intolerance toward those who hold different opinions from oneself. This bigotry has led to uh, a, a very large increase in what we call hate speech in this country by civilians and people of power. And hate speech, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is public speech that expresses hate or encourages violence toward a person or a group based on something such as race, religion, sex, or sexual orientation. That sounds a lot like what we're dealing with now. And what we've been dealing with 
especially in the last few years, because we've heard some very powerful people using a lot of hate speech for anything that they don't agree with, for anyone they don't agree with. We hear conspiracy theories, we hear um, blatant lies that have been fact-checked by agencies, organizations, and uh, the, the famous Snopes. But why does this happen? Are we born to be this way? Well, no, we're not born. We're not, it's not inbred to have biases and bigotry. What is inbred is being born wanting to be loved, accepted, and respected. And the rest, we have to teach those small individuals as they grow up. So they're learning biases and bigotry from the people around them. And I have a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm not biased, I'm not bigoted, I'm not racist. And yet their actions show that they do have biases that also have elements of bigotry. That is something that we should be very ashamed of. We're supposed to be a country based on democracy and freedom and justice for all. And yet we're bringing our biases in saying, oh yeah, for all who match us, for all who are like us. Now I've had biases against me because I'm a woman. I've had biases because I'm older, I'm now in the, you know, the, the social security age. I've had biases because I was raised Catholic. And I've had some bigotry with that too. People who said that I don't know what I'm talking about because I, I, I was a Catholic, not a Christian. Isn't that interesting? Catholicism was based on Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and yet we're not Christians to some Christians. So I experienced those, but I have no intention of saying that I can feel what blacks have felt because the bias and bigotry against them is so immense that it's unfathomable. But kids aren't born not liking blacks or Asians or American Indians or uh, Pakistanis or Mexicans, they have no clue that differences exist other than they may say, oh, you, you're a different color. That's all they notice. Just like they notice, oh, you have blue eyes, I have brown. Oh, you're a boy, I'm a girl. They're noticing differences, but they're not expressing biases. Now, bias would be all boys rule or all girls rule. And again, that's taught. In some ways, biases, you know, especially in favor of, can uh, be nice. But also biases against can be powerful. If I'm biased against those who have no tolerance for people of color, well, that's a negative bias. But it's one that I hope is more in line with our belief that all people are created equal. Not all white people, all people. 
So yeah, you get an idea where I'm coming from. You get an idea where my bias is. And if I'm bigoted against anybody, it's the person who feels that they are more worthy than the other. Why? Because of your hair color, because of your height, because of your age, because of your bank account. I don't think you're more worthy than the other. Kids don't think you're more worthy. They think they're more worthy because they're a kid and they don't understand. So we have to teach them how to take turns. We have to teach them how to be patient. We have to teach them how to think about the needs of others over themselves. People with biases and bigotry apparently haven't learned that because all they're thinking about is themselves and how, how they look and in the light of the world. This is what we have to change, and we have to change it starting with the people who are teaching our youngsters. And I'm not talking just about teachers. I'm talking about parents. I'm talking about grandparents. I'm talking about aunts and uncles. They all have to learn and change their, their biases and their bigotry if we're going to have a world where these injustices become the rarity rather than seen every night on the news. So take a moment to think about how you're communicating to your, your children, the children around you, and are you setting them up to have biases against others with the idea that they are somehow better than others? I, I recently talked to someone who was raised uh, in, in St. Louis, and back in the 70s and the 80s, they, they were fighting to keep um, busing out of their subdivision or their, their suburb because they said, well, they just want our blacks. We have good blacks. They want our blacks, and they'll bring in blacks that aren't as good to our, our schools. Well, that's bigotry and bias. And it's and also they don't own the blacks in their their suburb, but that's how they felt back then. And unfortunately, a lot of them still feel that way. That is bias and bigotry. Or oh, you look pretty good for a black person. Or you look pretty good for an old person. Or you look pretty good, you know, for and fill in the blank. What are we saying that then is teaching our children bias and bigotry? Really think about what you're saying, how you're acting, and how you're treating your children. Because you also may be treating different children in your family differently. And, and not that, that because they're individuals, but because you favor one, ty one type of child over another. The type of child that maybe has your hair color, or the type of child that likes sports the way you do. Or because it's a boy or a girl. That's bias. That's bigotry. We can like one more than another because we just see the specialness, but it doesn't mean that we dislike the other one. I, you know, everybody has a best friend. People don't marry 20 people at once. They have their, their spouse. Now they may go through serial spouses, but they have one spouse at a time. Um, but we've got to think about how we're communicating and what we're modeling if we're going to 
really make lasting reform. So think about what you're showing children around you this next week. I'll talk to you later. Bye.